This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. Friday afternoon's trader position update is set to show the hedge funds turning net short soybeans for the first time in nearly three months. It was only for one week in October that they had turned net short in the market, with that shift making the first time that large speculators had been net short soybeans for more than three years straight. Winter weather in Brazil was the bearish focus for fund traders as a new calendar year rolled in. Now the crop report next week will turn into the deciding factor for whether speculators continue selling the grains or start to flip back toward buying ahead of the usually stronger seasonal patterns heading into spring. As weaker markets have partially reflected already, attitudes about the report are mostly bearish, with many traders expecting the USDA to be conservative on cuts for Brazil, aggressive on views for big crops in Argentina, and optimistic with additions made to U.S. supply estimates. Watch for a positive reaction if various expectations turn out to lean on prices heavily in the days leading into next Friday's report. The USDA making only minor changes to the balance sheet would be particularly friendly for soybean prices that have fallen considerably relative to a year ago, despite ending stocks shrinking for a second straight season. If the crop report does offer any relief for the bulls, sustaining the upside momentum would likely depend on export sales picking up again. This Friday's export report was a source of pressure on futures as marketing year lows were recorded for new corn and soybean sales. After the first few weeks of December featured export sales announcements nearly every morning, the daily reporting system has been quiet since the last flash sale was on December 19th. The other necessary piece of potential grain market recovery is resumed support from outside markets. Softer export demand could persist if the dollar rebounds further. Recent economic data, including Friday morning's strong jobs report, has caused investors to question their hopes of 2024, including several interest rate reductions. Stocks were showing signs of stabilizing after a three-session slide to start the year and will likely need to stay strong for concerns about consumer demand not to develop in a way that could pressure commodities. Similarly, oil can be the leader for the commodity space if the market retains risk premium from all that is happening in the Mideast to offset bearishness over record-strong U.S. production totals. The influences needed for grain prices to turn higher are simply a reversal of those that have weighed on the market during the first week of the new year. To that end, the current outlook for weather in Brazil to shift back drier during the last half of the month could cause production estimates to drop even lower in a manner that sparks renewed export interest. Better demand would also be likely to follow from the dollar resuming its trend lower while other outside financial markets stabilize. Looking at our weekly Brazilian operations update, an extremely broad rain event will encompass virtually the entire northern area of Brazil's growing region this week and on into next week, bringing what could be considered Brazil's first general soaking rain for the season. Many areas will see up to 8 inches from Mato Grosso over to Bahia down to Miniscarais. Oddly enough, this comes at a time as more private estimates seem to be lowering their crop estimates closer to what we referred to back on our November 22nd report, which was somewhere in the neighborhood of 155 million metric ton, with some even lower than that. While the market may finally admit these losses, it will likely be hesitant to add any premium in the face of such drought-busting precipitation. 
We still look for the USDA and CONAB to make crop adjustments lower in the next crop report. It will again be too little too late. Their drag our feet strategy appears to work, refusing to acknowledge the yield damage being done, hoping that if they kick the can down the road a little longer, the rainy season would pick up and traders begin to fixate on the newfound rainfall rather than lack thereof. However, the truth is that 75% of the soybean crop in Montegrosso was planted by October. 50% was planted by October 15th. These areas suffered immensely, but we won't know how much until we run the combine through them. Many areas may still perform well, but the top of their yield was cut early in the season. Some of the first planted soybeans are already being harvested, and the yield results are quite poor. The best performing yields may be those that were replanted, but we won't have those results until late March. Rainfall in southern Brazil is going to let up for the first time this season. That is probably not a bad thing, considering how much rainfall they've had to endure. Argentina continues to see solid rainfall in the Cordoba and surrounding regions of 2 to 4 inches. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com. Or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.